Welcome everyone to episode 25 of the 10 Count Wrestling Podcast. We are here at the Palace of Virtue once again. It is I, the man who got expelled from the old school, Chris Parcella, along with the 10th wonder of the world, Justin Strem. And back again, you loved him so much, he's back on the show. He's the god of hellfire! The god of hellfire! Gerard Parcella is back on the show. County award winning. County award winning. (laughs) Co-host, guest host, Gerard Parcella. Wow. And we've got a doozy for you. Today is episode 25. It's the top 10 fat wrestlers of all time. It figures when the man who gravity remembered couldn't make it, and the Musical Mahler couldn't make it, we're talking big boys. And we're watching WCW Spring Stampede 94, where the big boys play. And we've got a good show for you tonight. It is Fast Lane Night. We are recording this March 10th, 2019, right before Fast Lane. How are we doing today, gentlemen? We're doing great. Feeling fat, actually. Been eating all weekend, so it's appropriate. Yep. I've been powering up myself, actually. Eating a lot of cobs. <laughs> yeah, eating coconut and, and moussaka. Yep. Moussaka, they like to call it. <laughs> moussaka. In the Greeks. Yeah. In the Greeks. All right, so real quick, you know, I want to get to the list, but, you know, the, the regular housekeeping that we do, um, uh, Fastlane tonight, let's just quickly go over the matches, do quick predictions. Uh, on the kickoff show, we got Mysterio versus Andrade. They've been putting on amazing matches. I think Andrade's been winning most of them, so I'm going to go with Ray, but it's going to be a good kickoff match. Um, I'll go with Andrade just because I think... Um it's on the kickoff, and most people won't remember it much, and they just keep giving Andrade wins. Yeah, Andrade's definitely the man on the way up. Ray's definitely the man on going sideways. So. Mm-hmm. And the next kickoff match, it's the Purveyors of Pancakes versus Nakamura and the Bulgarian Brute Rusev. Mm. What a fall from grace for two awesome mid-card foreign heels. Yeah. Against the Pancake Pansies. <laughs> Well, you know, yeah, it you know, there's only room at the top for so many, and these guys are all finding themselves sort of in that downward wave, I would say. Um, I'm going to go with Nakamura and Rusev only because it's a newer pairing, and, you know, they, as a new entity, they need the wins. I agree. I absolutely agree. Nakamura and Rusev, I mean, they've given them nothing, at the very least. They gotta give them this because right. they'll just fall through the floor completely. Especially Nakamura. I mean, he should have been on to much bigger and better things. Yeah, well, he's like, got unique skills. He falls in line with all the light, lightweight, fast, you know, uh, guys that they brought up. I don't mean light, lightweights, but I mean like the Finn Balas and you know those size guys. So he should be in the mix for all that and said they're going to, uh, you know, uh, as a mediocre tag team. It's just kind of weird. Yeah. In the thank God Pete's not here tonight match, <laughs> Rude and Gable versus Ricochet and Aleister Black versus the Raw Tag Team Champions, The Revival, in a triple threat match for the Tag Team Championships. Mm. I... Hate to do this because I love the revival, but I think it's going to be the NXT guys. Um, you know, it's just more, um, you know, crap for the revival, unfortunately. 
but you know it's a good way to get some uh, some eyes on uh, the new folks. Hashtag Vince hates real tag teams. I'm going with the revival just because I I can't not go with them. Mm-hmm. But who cares about tag team wrestling if they lose? They're the only real team in the match. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, I would hope that they're smart enough, the brain trust, to know that the Revival is a real team and they've they've screwed them enough times, which is all part of the program, and that's fine. They made them work their way up and work and work and fall and work and fall, that they're not going to all of a sudden just take it away from them after they've held it for such a tiny amount of time, especially in the three-way. Because in a three-way, you can get somebody pinned and nobody looks real bad either. So, yeah, the Revival's going to... They're going to they're gonna stay on top. They can they can beat Rude and Gable and keep the NXT guys looking strong. Yeah. Right. And, and I like Gable and the other guy, too. I like Gable and Gable and the other guy. They're a team. They're a good tag team. They're not a team. They're a great tag team. Maybe not great. They're but two they're guys that had nothing going. What do you know? So, Vince, put, what do I know? I know a lot, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Well, so, I mean, Nakamura and Rusev, right? It's Not the same a team. Thing. Right. It's just like, oh, we have two guys that we're kind of kicking around. We need some tag teams. Just, you know, put them together. But, you know, sometimes, you know, peanut butter and tuna fish don't go together. Peanut right. butter and jelly do. Yep. In the who gives a rat's ass match, <laughs> the Usos versus McMiz, this has got to be where they break up Shane and, and Miz, yeah. right? The it, Russos, are, the what? Usos versus Shane and Miz in a rematch. What do you mean? What the hell are you talking about? It, what, you, what the hell am I? What the hell am I? You talking about? Let's go right. Let's get right to all the bullshit. Shane and Miz are going to be wrestling against each other in WrestleMania. That's what I'm saying. One's going to turn on the other. We're just not sure which. That's one. what I'm saying. One's going to be a bad guy. We're not sure who's going to be a bad guy. I'm going to start. I'm going to come start on now. The, the mute. Don't insult me with your preamble. No, that's what I'm saying. Like this is the. Who gives a shit? We all know where it's going, match. The Usos are going to win. You're absolutely right. Right. Watch what happens to Foley here. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm on board. That's definitely going to be a Mania match. And, um, (laughs) oh, goodness. That wasn't even it. We've got Spring Stampede 94 on the the TV, and I rewound it accidentally by eight minutes to show a two-second clip. (laughs) Jerry Sags and uh, Mick Foley have been... Beating on each other with a table. Oh yeah, my that, god! That because that's just concrete. Yeah, that actually is concrete, not yeah. fake concrete, like we talked about last episode. Oscar versus Mandy Rose. I mean, um, I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna go with Mandy Rose just because I want it to be Mandy Rose. You know what? Maybe, maybe it'll be a dirty finish or something. I'm gonna do that too, just because <laughs> I want it to be right. Uh, you know, the smart money. If this was betting odds, this would be like, you know, 10 to 1, 15 to 1. Right. Much like Lonzo Ball's dad, I will will it to be Mandy Rose. <laughs> Lonzo uh, Ball we've never met. Up. We've never met Mandy Rose's dad. So that doesn't completely make sense. But... Neither has she. Wow. So, I'm sorry. I don't wow. Know where, I don't know Hi, Pete. <laughs> Apparently Pete is here. Um, the Shield versus Corbin McIntyre and Lashley. It's got to be the Shield, right? It has to be. It has to be. R- Roman's back. He gets a win. Um, unless something dastardly happens to get a, a ton of heat on somebody going against Roman. Uh, but it's got to be the Shield. Uh, I say nay, nay. 
Wow. I say Ambrose fools everybody once again and turns again. Wow. I wouldn't hate that. On his way out the door. <clears throat> but, it, yeah, it just doesn't make sense in terms of the long-term storyline. But There's no long-term storyline. Yeah. And it, maybe He's gone in April to another federation. <clears throat> yeah. And, and maybe maybe he... Maybe. Maybe is the key word there. Yeah. I don't know. His wife said he's gone <laughs> on the television. Yeah. So maybe that sets up a WrestleMania match, you know, um, Dean Ambrose versus one of the other... Right. Um, well, not, obviously not Rollins, so it would have to be against Reigns. So... I, I, don't, I don't think so. <laughs> I think we're overanalyzing that one. I think it's going to be a, yeah. We're really re- we're thinking a lot into a, that. A one. clean, a clean win for the show. Any way they can, they can, they can gin up something that they slide the Undertaker into that. No. Or any rumor about him wrestling this year? How would you gin up something? Oh, that that sounds like it might be racist. Gin, gin it up. I don't know. It sounds. No, that it's, sounds not, it's not racist. Yeah, I mean, it could be. No, it could be a drinking thing, you know. It's uh, an old, uh, old timey term. Let's gin up. Let's not talk about old timey terms and which ones aren't racist anymore. <laughs> okay. Yeah, more of them than you think, I guess. Exactly. They're only racist if you intend them to be racist. Okay. You know what I'm saying. Mm. Right. Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch. If Charlotte wins, Becky's not at WrestleMania. I mean. Yeah. I mean, I mean, why did they screw that thing up? That wasn't even necessary. It makes this thing so predictable, and it's going to be Becky. It was so unnecessary. Right. Well, no, what was unnecessary... They take this big wrong turn to make it a, a, a three-man match in WrestleMania. They didn't have to do that. What was unnecessary was signing Ronda Rousey in the first place. Oh, wow. God, he's so down on Ronda, the greatest women's wrestler of all time. <laughs> Gary's been oh, muted already. Wow. No, the worst. W- she brings the heat. This stupid bitch is going on TV, going on the I internet, can't calling. Say that. That no, is I racist. certainly can. That is racist against womenhood. <laughs> going on I the can internet, hear all saying woman hate women's wrestling. Colin Russell's fake. Clicking off right yeah. now. How, how dare she? Yeah. Colin what? Colin wrestling fake being it, paid, it gives her no right to do it. What, they, what a stupid I think bitch! They told her to do it. It's part of the program. She doesn't belong. She paid no dues. She doesn't belong. And Alexa Bliss has had one ra- one match since October because of Ronda Rousey. She doesn't I, belong. I, I will say that I'm happy that they turned her heel to turn Ronda heel because it made me squirm in my seat to see her getting booed while while she was a face because she didn't know how to handle it. So now she can just go out there and but, get booed happily and. Um, the funny part is they didn't turn her heel. They wanted her to be a shining star. The fans right, turned. Right, that's true. They are in love with Becky. She kind of can't tur- love them both. And she kind of turned herself by you know stumbling through promos and you know. Yeah, well, uh, she's getting better in promos. I mean, she was coming along. She's yeah, she's certainly. I'm I'm actually impressed given how long she's been around. Some cardboard in there, Chris. And I think she's. She's on the upswing. She still needs some work. Maybe they. But she's got wrestling skills. Yeah, I agree get with that. Pass all the promo they, bullshit and stuff they, like that, which they, she can work on. They should have had a mouthpiece for her uh, for at least a while. Let her talk at times. Yeah. Um, but seriously, who has better in-ring skills than her? Even just a short amount of time. You yeah, know, the throws right and everything. Up there with the rest of them. I agree. I totally agree. She's in the top five, six. Look who's on the TV right now. Holy shit, look at his head. It's Jesse. The governor. (laughs) The governor. He's wearing a... uh, Completely bald with a ponytail. Ponytail with no other hair. Is that a Samoan? Not Samoan. It's called the asshole. Oh. 
<laughs> Honestly, if I saw any other person with that... Hey, is that Johnny B. Bad? That it is Wild Man Mark Merrow slash Johnny B. Bad. Oiled up like you wouldn't believe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's I invented the ponytail without any other hair, McMahon. <laughs> it's a good look for me and not for any of you. Mice have, might have, might have <laughs> attained himself the best-looking female in wrestling. Oh, my God. You're just the worst. Me? Sable? Me? Sable looked... Sable look, made Caitlyn Jenner look like Pamela Anderson. Wow. Oh, goodness. Do you agree with that? I don't agree with that. See, you don't agree with We that. actually might have to cut that because I don't want Brock Lesnar to come find me. <laughs> Sable, He's a big fan of the show. Sable yeah. was ugly. It seems incredibly sexist to do a top to 10 top hottest 10 chicks, but. Best looking you know. female wrestlers. Now, nah. Sable will be in there. Nope. Oh, she will. She'd be on my team. And I will burn it down. <laughs> Remember how over she was at WrestleMania 14. She got probably the second biggest pop of the night yeah. behind, behind Stone Cold. Absolutely. It's yeah, Val Venus also got big pops back then. <laughs> Absolutely. And it wasn't for her wrestling capabilities, if you know what I mean. Awful. <laughs> Moving on. Daniel Bryan versus Kevin Owens for the WWE Championship. I mean, yeah, it, another we, very obvious outcome. we got to get Daniel Bryan versus Kofi at Mania, right? We're setting up... Yeah. Was setting up Sami Zayn versus Kevin mm-hmm. Owen at WrestleMania. Yes. So we know the outcome. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't argue with that. Yeah. And then finally, the Boss and Hub connection versus Nia and Tamina for the women's tag titles. They suck so bad. Talk about a couple uh, of loads. Whatever you is this get gonna... around doing the best, fattest female wrestlers. Is this just the order is listed in? But this is not going to be the main event, is it? No. Okay. <laughs> Thank God. Oh, uh, they are so bad. There's uh, there's the best version of Steve Austin. Wow, that's a bold statement. Well, uh, no, hold, hold on. The best version of Steve Austin. He could still move. Yeah. You know, his neck wasn't. Yeah. Uh, peanut butter and silly putty. He was a cocky, arrogant jerk off. Yeah. He's the best version of Steve. Yeah, Austin. no, he really was is great. a good radio right here. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with the Boston Hug connection. Like they can't make new champions right away, right? No, nah, I doubt it. Oh, why would you? Why would you put those large loads into the big match? <laughs> You're gonna put the Boston Hug connection. They're gonna go to WrestleMania and, and wrestle. Um, the Riot Squad and a team from NXT. Leader and Trish Stratus. Yeah, that's just more dog shit. <laughs> oh, let's just keep bringing back jerk-offs no one cares about. Who cares about the Wouldn't revival? that be so cool? No, that would be terrible. <laughs> terrible. I know you don't care. You and Pete and John should have your own show, because none of you like the current product. You just want to see Lita and Austin and The Rock. <laughs> terrible. Well, he does like our truth, though. As like, he was talking about before the show. Truth's a king, Who's baby. a holdover from that era? Ah, truth That's is the king, baby. Don't be racist. Don't be a racist. <laughs> I'm not being racist. I think you might be. I think nope. I smell a little bit of racism. How about this? The only thing I like about our truth is the fact that he's black. <laughs> That's his only redeeming quality. You know, that's reverse racism. Uh, yeah. That's his re- only redeeming quality. Uh, he can't know, wrestle. Not, he still can't step out of this hole. He thing. can't promo. He can rap. That's it. And he he's, can good wrestler. No, he's not. And he can rap, baby. I said that. And he's funny. Uh, 
no, I'll give you that. He's hilarious. Yeah. When he brought that two foot ladder up to the ladders <laughs> ladders match, I was, because he was afraid of heights. It wasn't no. It <laughs> that was, was the best thing. It's ever. not that he was afraid of heights. He's afraid of there being spiders, spiders. in the briefcase. I don't like no spiders. But he brought a two foot ladder. <laughs> yeah, I remember. That was good stuff. All right, so that's fast lane. It's now time for one of my favorite segments on the show. Who effing cares? Yes. The most the nice pointless uh, trivia factoid. Um, as of this recording, six of the eight people announced for this year's Hall of Fame are former Intercontinental Champions. Hmm. China, Road Dog, Billy Gunn, Honky Tonk Man, Shawn Michaels, and Triple H. That is the most IC champions of any Hall of Fame class since its inception in 1993. Hmm. There have been 82 Intercontinental Champions, 30 of which are in the Hall of Fame. Wow. That was who effing cares. Yeah, it's actually a good one, though. Yeah. I, that's a, uh... I didn't really care. Nah, that's why it's called Who Weapon Cares. Oh, I see. Um, this month in wrestling... Can we now do who does, which ones doesn't belong again? Is it Tori Wilson? Claims a mess. Tori Wilson. Was, no, I mean, the, not from this year, from many years. This is about 20 to 30. You know what? We'll do... We'll, we'll do I know, a, someday. We don't have Someday time. we'll do a top 10, why are they in the Hall which of Fame? Which one doesn't right? belong? Not counting the celebrity wing. Right. Right. Yeah, you can do the whole wing, basically. Coco, Coco Beware is yeah. number one, and then... yeah. Well, maybe I don't. Well, he's up there. He's up there. The Bushwhackers are in there too, and I love yep. them. But uh, they're not yeah. Hall of Famers. Oh, I love them. I, they're my favorites. But huh. Hillbilly, J- eh, it's another episode. Yeah. <laughs> they don't belong. Um, this date, well, not this date, but this month in wrestling history. This is an important one. March first, nineteen seventy-nine. So forty years ago this month, right? Mm. That would be forty. Mm-hmm. The World Wide Wrestling Federation broke away. From the NWA and renamed itself the World Wrestling Federation. Wow. So WWF. Interesting. Turned 40 on March 1st. Well, happy birthday. Well, blow out a candle. <laughs> Trivia time. One of Justin's favorite things. Right. Oh. Um, you know, last week we had, you brought some thunder with action figure trivia. Yeah, I told yeah. you I'd come back at you this week with one. Yeah. Who is the only wrestler with an action figure in WWE, WCW, ECW and TNA. Wow. <sighs> Rob Van Dam. He never was in WCW. Wow, I didn't full know time. That. So that would be one. That would be a no. Uh, wow. Um, ECW and TNA. Jarrett was never in ECW, right? Just Jarrett. Um. Wow, Christian? No, he was never, never in WCW. 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 Hmm. Taz? Never WCW. Hmm. Sabu? Nope. Throw up. I like Sabu. Uh. Wow. This is a. This is not. Sabu a had an action figure in ECW and WWE. Okay. Who's the guy you? Some of those podcasts. The guy you like a lot. Ah. Ah. Ah, the first guy I thought of. Jericho's buddy? Am I Chris Berman now? Serious, that's the first guy I thought of. Nope, not Cody. He didn't have a WWE one. Raven. Yes. That's the guy? Raven. Of course. Serious, that was the first guy I'm thinking of. I just couldn't spit his name out. He's also the first wrestler to hold the championship in all four companies. 
Excellent. Well, Alex, what do I win? Absolutely nothing. You son of a bitch. <laughs> he's one of he's one of I think only two wrestlers to hold the championship in each of the four promotions. Wow. Can you can you name the other one? What was the question again? Only wrestler to hold the championship in TNA, ECW, WCW, uh, and WWE. The only other one. Raven. The only other one. Hmm. At, in the company, because the Dudleys won the WCW tag titles, but it was in... Did I already mention them? Yes. Um. Christian. No. Never held the title in WCW. No, I mean, Christian's buddy there. Edge? Never wrestled in TNA or uh, WCW. Uh, now I'm going to have to go back through, through my list. Who the hell did I guess? Sabu never held the title in WCW or TNA. Uh, Rob Van Dam. Rob Van Dam. Wow. Rob... No, I'm sorry, not Rob Van Dam. No, I'm sorry. Conan? No. Oh, you didn't say him. I didn't. You didn't say him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll move on. It's Mick Foley. Ah, of course. Uh, hey, Jack. Last piece of uh, boy. fun business before... Uh, I know, I'll, I'll skip this one, actually. <laughs> Never mind. I was going to do March birthdays as another thing, but we've got enough content. Oh, wow. There's to a lot of them. Today. But hey, on March 22nd, happy oh. birthday, Bo Beverly. Ah, all right. Let call oh. for a beer then. Ironically, the tenth. Can we the go 10th, one show without mentioning the Tewksbury Brothers? No, they're the shows. They're <laughs> the, the patron. The they're the patron saints of one. Ten Count Wrestling. No, they're not. I know you don't like Miller Lite, but would you like one? No. <laughs> I've been working my stomach over for two weeks. Oh no! All right. Oh boy. All right, Moving I'm just on. Shift my seat a little bit. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's time for the top ten fat wrestlers. Yes. Of all the times. So, can I just give the impetus for this list, by the way? Because I don't want it to be like tongue-in-cheek fat wrestlers. Right. Um, which it sounds like, you know, they we made a list, you know, for the special type of wrestlers that, that have to be fat. But basically, Trembley sort of started with this mantra um, of WWE going with guys simply because they were fat. Um in the start of the WWE worst WWE champions episode where he mentioned uh, Yokozuna and basically is running down these guys because, you know, they're fat. But it right. turns out, as we know, most of them could work. So it really is a tribute to these guys, not meant to poke fun at them. So uh, we'll have fun with the list, but it really is, you know, this is a sign that these guys could work. Absolutely. I take issue with calling them fat wrestlers. It just doesn't seem right. You should call them a top ten list of plus size wrestlers. <laughs> top ten heavy wrestlers? Plus size. Plus size? Okay. Um, sure. Yeah. Um, oh, this is your first time with a proper list. Our new rule so we don't blow anybody up. If we start to mention somebody that's in your top three, just raise your hand and we'll move on and talk about them later. Really? And we have yes. five different lists, by the way, today. That's true. Us three. Five. And thank you to, and then Trembley wrote in his top ten with a comment on each one. So as we get to them, I'll read them. Cool. And then Andrew Briglio, friend of the show, gave his top ten. I'm actually going to, I have it on the computer, but in the interest of not scrolling yep. back and forth, doing the old scrolly scroll, I'm going to write it down. Yeah, Facebook's algorithm is, unless he did it in some random order, but it, it came through jumbled. So thank you for putting them in order. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, as, as you write those down, I would say that there's some weird definitional things here 
there's a couple people that I didn't really consider fat, or they didn't come to mind, or I thought maybe they're just more out of shape. Right. Or giants, for instance. Some of us will talk about giants, some won't, um, because, you know, it's more, instead of being fat, it's a growth condition or something. So, um, there's different, everyone uses slightly different interpretations for the definition of quote-unquote fat, um, but there's no shortage of them either. Uh, Except I was trying to find myself a fat midget. <laughs> I wasn't successful. I, w- I would say one of the guys on my list uh, elbow dropped a fat midget in WrestleMania 3, <laughs> if you remember that match, when he was thrown across the ring. I think I do. Oh, we'll get there, I'm sure. I do. At a pepper. All right, so. Uh, Jerry, you're the guest. Let's hear your number one. Uh, your number ten, excuse number me. One. Oh, shit. Right. got to get into well, The more you think of them, there's many, 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 many. And there will be many controversial ones, I'm sure, back and forth. Um, and I can almost guarantee my number 10 isn't on anybody's list. But he was a big fat man. <laughs> and he was at the top of his game as a number one contender for quite a long time. And a big part of some big-time feuds with more uh, famous wrestlers. And that man is a Gorilla Monsoon. Wow. That is a good one. He's not on my list. Before my time, as far as in-ring... Um, I know. So that's why he didn't make my list. But We love Gorilla on the show. Yeah. That's a, that's a really good one. But, I mean, you would never know it by when you saw him as an announcer. He was a large, fat mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a garbage truck driver from New York City, and then he became a wrestler. And, like I said, he had some big feuds with the biggest names back then. Right. And he used to take on uh, three wrestlers at once, and his manager was Wild Red Berry, as I recall. Um, it was quite the show. Yeah, he was a big boy. Yep. Go ahead. Chris, I will defer to your number 10. All right. Um, well, you know what? Andrew Briglio's number 10 was the one-man game. Okay. Um, and Trembley's number 10 was Mabel slash Viscera. And his comment was, uh, I don't get the infatuation, but this beefy Oreo could go. And don't forget about Mo, R.I.P. I heard they buried him standing up because he was so fat. <laughs> boy, Trembley. <laughs> There's a wise-ass comment for each of these guys. I love guys. it. I can't wait. Yeah, Mabel, by the way, a, an honorable mention for me. I believe he made my honorable mentions as well. Yeah, um, Just for longevity alone. Yeah. Right? Oh, Mabel? Mabel, yep. Viscera, whatever you want to Honor- call him. Ma- Mabel, Mabel got cut from my honorable mentions, actually. Okay. Yeah. But, nah, I won't say it. Mm-hmm. Um, my number ten... The prison guard from Cobb County, Georgia. Wow. The big boss man. I would have guessed um, he would be higher up your list. He's my number five. The more people I thought about, the the more he needed to move. Um, I, you know, he's 
He's great. 2016 Hall of Fame member, four-time hardcore champion, one-time tag team champion. He's a member of the 10-count wrestling Mount Rushmore of tag teams to not win the tag titles in the Twin yep. Towers. Yep. Um, very believable, you know, and he can move better as a heel. I mean, everybody's better as a heel except for Sting. Um, right, right. He can move, he, you know, just a lot of great... A great things behind the big boss man. Yeah, I liked a lot of his. He was my number five, by the way, um, in the WWE Hall of Fame. Three hundred thirty pounds at six foot seven. He was also Andrew's number five, actually. Oh wow, he's absolutely my honorable mentionable. Yeah, and you know, I just liked his move set. Yeah, I, the uh, the sidewalk slam, the big boot spine buster, and then as they found it online, they call it the leapfrog body guillotine. To the opponent on the rope. Okay, yeah. Um, and, you know, he had the huge feud with Hogan in 88, 89. Yep. So anybody in that realm at that time, the golden era, uh. is uh, is big time. Um, and by the way, I forgot to mention when the God of Hellfire mentioned Gorilla Monsoon at number 10, it was actually Tremblay's number 4. Wow. I somehow oh, skipped there that. You go. There's a man who knows something. Right. And Trevor's comment. comment was, a fatty who made something with himself after his career was done other than immediately dead. Oh. So, I mean, I guess that's kind of right, you know. But also uh, dead. Also dead now. Uh, but, yeah, Boss Man's great. The, the the Big Show feud, which we've talked about ad nauseum on this. <laughs> oh, that's right. Four-time hardcore champ, one-time tag champ with Ken Shamrock, of all people. Well, then, you know what? If you will allow me. <clears throat> with the deepest regrets and tears that are soaked, I'm sorry to hear that your dad finally croaked. He lived a full life and not on his own terms, but soon he'll be buried and eaten by worms. But it's time to get up and get your life back on track because that old bastard's dead and he ain't never coming back. Uh, but if I had a son who was ugly as you, I'd wish for cancer so I would die too. <laughs> the big boss man, everybody! Yes, cheers to that. Oh, he's, man. He'd be coming back. I didn't even brothers. think about doing that today, but it's been a couple of episodes. Yeah, yeah. And if you're new to the show, then um, you can go back and listen to us talk about it at length. And the fact is, you can see my notes. I don't have to write that down. Right. That poem is forever burned in my brain. <laughs> like if you left your TV on a certain channel mm-hmm. for too long and the image got watermarked into your screen on the old <laughs> big screen TVs. What was that from? The Big Boss Man. That's right. All right. Justin, you're number 10. My number 10? No, we haven't even done mine. Wow. Nope. Um, I actually set this list before he passed away. Ah. Um, it just happened to be that uh, the, the couple days later. King Kong Bundy. Build at 458 pounds at six foot four. Um, you know, his career actually wasn't that long. It really was like maybe seven years in the 80s, 81 through 88. Um, but, you know, he was in the main event scene in the mid-80s for the WWE. Um, WrestleMania two, he wrestled Hogan in the steel cage match. <clears throat> uh, he was an AWA champ, a two-time NWA champ. A two-time Slammy Award winner in the WWF, including... <laughs> Bobby the Brain Scholarship Award, which was given to the entire Heenan family, which was great. I I, re- I hope that they put the old Slammy Award shows. They used to be on there. Yeah? Yeah, they took them down for some reason. Oh, man. Um, I think he was like 23. 
He started way back then in the big matches. How old, yeah, was, he? He was, How old was he when he died? This guy's amazing. Yeah. He was only 61 when he died. I would have thought he had to be 81. Because right. 86 was WrestleMania 2, so that's, what, 33 years ago? He was like yeah. 23 years old when he was in that big match. Yeah, Crazy. and he was bald as a cucumber, though, then back, yeah. you know, at that like point. Like you said, yeah, he's, he didn't have a... He didn't have a real long career. No. Then he had a mini resurgence, 94, yeah. 95. He came back for the Million Dollar Corporation, but was only around briefly. He basically, they call it on his Wikipedia page, semi-retirement from 88 to 94. Uh, was only around for a bit. Um, but he's another one but, of these guys that amazes me, because you see everybody come back to WWE. He's another one of these guys, all of a sudden you realize, he never came back. You never saw him. Bad attitude. Just like yeah. uh, Pedro Morales. I mean... Morales seemed like who could have been a sweeter guy. Yeah. He would have been at WWE all the time. Awesome. Yeah. Never saw him yeah. back. Right. But also honorable mention um, to uh, or footnote on Bundy's career when he body slammed Little Beaver and then dropped the elbow on him yeah. at WrestleMania three in uh, my favorite Bundy moment. In which yeah. Jesse Ventura said, so, we're going to need the Aunt Jemima spatula to scrape him off the map. <laughs> um, fun fact, I'm sure many people know this, Married with Children, of which yeah. he was a guest host, guest guest on the show twice. Yeah. The family name was after King Kong Bundy. That's where they got the idea. Oh, wow. Something that I didn't know, and I just never put two and two together, their neighbors, Marcy and Steve, the Rhodes family... Was for Dusty. Wow. So the creators of the Married with Children really loved themselves in pro wrestling. They did. A couple hmm. of marks. I like it. That's right. Oh. King Kong cool. Bundy. That's a good one. He was an honorable mention for me. I don't. He didn't. He didn't <clears throat> achieve enough for yeah. me to put him on my list. If that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Me too. It's easy to yeah. The resumes of some of these other guys clearly stand out. I think he was still great, McMahon. <laughs> he smashed that midget good. He squashed him good. <laughs> All right. I love Jesse Ventura. Gerard, yes. your number nine. My number nine. See, I mean, I'm so proud of my list. <laughs> I think it's just, it's star-studded. I really do. Nice. So my number nine, he was a champ. Shot career, but he was a champ. He did fit the bill for a plus-size wrestler. Fat guy. That too. Yoko Azuna. Yoko Azuna. Excellent. Uh, Andrew's number seven. My number four. My, my number four as well. See, I wouldn't go him that high. He just didn't wrestle that long. He did a lot in a short time, though. Right. He's very short. Did uh, Trembley have him as well? Yes. Trembley had him at number three, actually. Wow. Which is ironic because he was also the number three worst WWE champion on his list. And then he takes a jab at him, and it, it, Trembley says Yokozuna was the reason behind the hashtag was fat movement. Speaking of movements, I just made one, and it smells like his career. Ooh, so wee. that's uh, that's Smell a bit like harsh. Chinese food. <laughs> well, so Yokozuna is our first, <laughs> yeah, five man. Yeah, made that's all good. made all five. five man. He made all five. Wow! But, but go ahead, Jerry. He's your he's your guy. So you let's start us off. What do you got about what? About Yokozuna. Like I said, he was a very large man. He was a champ. He was, as I recall, in his short amount of time, he was unbeatable and believable. You know, yeah. uh, 
he just he just filled all the bills except you know he didn't have any longevity and he, you just knew he wasn't going to live too long. Right, it's just the way it is. Unfortunately, he had about a five-year career, give or take. With yeah, WWE. that's about it, right? Rock had a six-year career, so mm-hmm. five hundred eighty-nine pounds. He was built at. Don't start talking longevity at me. <laughs> Rock when you're hero, Dwayne. Rock will wrestle again. Yeah, yeah. Perish the thought. But uh, yeah, Yoko was one of those shooting stars who you know went to the top. Stayed at the top. Went to the top. Uh-huh. <laughs> 2012 Hall of Fame class, two-time tag team and champion he, with the best heart, Owen Hart. <laughs> and he pulled off that whole, yeah, lost. Uh, you know, um, totally different heritage thing. Right. Which was pretty He cool. was not Japanese. Right. I know. It was really neat. Uh, two-time world heavyweight champion. Uh, he pinned Bret Hart and Hulk Hogan. Show me the list of yeah. guys that have done that. It's right. very short. That's a great point. It's a yeah. very short list. That's true. Won the 1993 Royal Rumble, yep. and his final major appearance was on my number one worst pay-per-view of all time, The Heroes of Wrestling. Oh, I didn't He's know only he's number nine in my list. Wow. Um, yeah, I would just add a couple other things. Um, he was in the AWA for a while before WWF, and then, uh, you know, they they strapped a rocket to him wherever he went, right? He had the storyline of breaking Greg Gagne's leg and ending his career. That's a big deal mm. in that territory. Um, you know, he was ranked number five in the PWI 593, the year he won the King of the Ring and then uh, ended up with the titles. Um, you know, he had a couple of different tag teams because, like Andre, towards the end, couldn't really work that well. Right. He was said to have weighed up to 660 pounds. But, wow. I, yeah, and just back to, like, the whole impetus for the list, you know, Yoko could work, right? The big he really leg, could. yeah, the leg drop, the Samoan drop, the Savate kick, as they call it, the belly to belly, the Bonze drop. Even um, he would get well up there and and come down crashing yeah. on him, sitting on poor Jobber's necks, you know, choking them out. So I, I think that's a reason he's so far up my list because for a man of six hundred pounds, the agility that he had was was something else. So, yeah, excellent, excellent points. I love it. If he did five more years, he would have been a lot, lot higher up. Yeah, he just couldn't. Um, he clearly battled other issues yeah. and just ate himself, basically. I think he's the reason he's higher as high up on my list as he is. He achieved more than the guys that come before him on my list. Right. Yeah, he has a lot of achievements. Right. You need 800 uh, egg rolls for breakfast. I, oh, I All right. Uh, Andrew's number nine, the Nasty Boys. What? They're not on my That's... list, but we were actually talking about them before we, we fired up the microphone because they happened to be on this pay-per-view. And we didn't like uh, them. They, couldn't, they might go down as the best fat guy tag team because there's not many tag teams where both guys. Hashtag yeah. was fat. I'd take... Uh, Earthquake and Typhoon over them. Yeah, I would too, but, actually. Yeah. But th- or as Lisa Parzala said, Earthquake and Tsunami. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's pretty close. Yeah, that's, and, it is pretty close. Um, yeah, I mean, I they actually had a pretty good match with, with Foley and uh, Max Payne there. That was one of my... Uh, yeah, I mean, it granted, it was bad. a bit of a spot fest, but... Um, you know, and they won the titles at WrestleMania 7. Yeah. Um, so, By pinning Bret Hart. Right. Which was kind of a, you know, at that time, there was a lot of good tag teams around for the Nasties to come to the top of it was a bit of a surprise. 
yeah. as we talked about in the best tag teams that never won a title episode. I don't they, know. The Rougeos never won. I'm not going to get I hate to knock the nasties. To me, they... I don't know. They were garbage wrestlers. They came out of nowhere. To me, you know the nasties would be? There would be the... Enzo and The monkeys of rock and roll. They were prefab... You mean the monkeys of wrestling? Yeah. The monkeys were the monkeys of rock and roll. The monkeys of rock and roll. No, the monkeys were the monkeys of rock and roll. I just said that, you stupid bastard. The nasty boys would be the monkeys of wrestling. You dumb bastard. The Beatles are the Beatles of music. No! Oh, do you understand what I'm saying? I do understand what you're saying. We're saying they would be the monkeys of rock and roll doesn't make any sense because the monkeys were monkeys of rock and roll. They'd be the monkeys of wrestling, you redundant, which means, again, idiot. <laughs> Ugh. My number nine. Hmm. Hmm. The man with tattoos on his head. Bam. Wow. I'm going to raise my hand. I'm going to stop talking. <laughs> I almost raised my hand. All right, we'll talk about him later then. Seriously. Um, Tremble's number nine. Tremble's number nine. He kind of cheated here. So, uh, well, not really. I guess it was a tag team. Earthquake, Earthquake and Typhoon. Their whole shtick is that they are so fat they cause natural disasters. No pun intended. Imagine if we got Chic Typhoon at WrestleMania 7. Um, that would have been terrible. Yeah, I don't know why he said that. So that actually <laughs> transitions well because yeah. Earthquake was my number eight. He's my number seven. And he was Andrew's number three. Okay. I don't like him and at you all. You don't like him at all. I can't stand him. The God of Hellfire left him off. Yep. He was your number seven. My, yep. All right. Well then. Your number nine. My number my nine. Friends. Um, And we'll talk about, I guess, Earthquake when we get to him, right? Yeah. Go, um, my number nine. Oh, I have a feeling he's up your list because I know you're you're a fan of his. Um, it is Akeem slash the One Man Gang. Four hundred fifty pounds, six foot nine. Um, am I blowing you up? No. So actually, as much as I love him, he didn't accomplish enough okay. for me to put him on my list. He's an honorable mention for me. Yeah, I, I love the gang, but he didn't make my list. He didn't. He, you're right. They didn't put him in any enough matches to do to accomplish anything. Yeah. But yeah, he definitely WCW. He won definitely the United States title. But that's it. He really yeah. is. Uh, he's um he's not on Tremblay's list. I think he was on Andrews. Yeah, he was Andrews number ten. Okay. So here's why I um threw him in there at 450 pounds. Um, he was around for about ten years or so. 87 and 97. He did burn out on the business a bit. He talks about that in the uh, in his interview with Sean Mooney, actually. But you know, he he did tag with Boss Man it, with you know on the Twin Towers for the whole Mega Powers exploding piece. So he was in one of the biggest feuds, um, really in WWE history, as we talked about. Um, he was a runner-up in the first Royal Rumble as a one-man gang, a one-time. U.S. champ in WCW, one-time Slammy Award winner. He had he also won several regional titles. Um, his only heavyweight championship was with the UWF, which I forget what that even is. Um, but uh, Universal I, Wrestling Federation. Nice, nice. He's also a personal favorite of mine. I love Akeem. I love the theme song. I love the dancing. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, so I I could see why he wouldn't make every list, but I I wanted to give him the shout out. 
again, big fan. Um, we're actually friends on Facebook, old George Gray and I. Nice. Um, so I'm going to tag him in this post about the episode. Um, <laughs> He's lost a lot of weight, by the way. He looks great. And to his credit, because honestly, he could have ended up like a lot of these guys on the list, sadly. Right, if he lost a lot of weight, is he still alive? Yeah. All right, okay, so that's not how he lost the weight. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know if we want to tag him on this one. We should wait till... Uh, one that's not titled "Fat People." Yeah, but that's probably a good point. But if he started listening, I'd be very happy. Yeah, to, I'd love to have because we love old George. Yeah, old, old G Double George Gray. So him, um, he and Sid Justice are the only two people that I have heard or read about who admittedly who admitted to not knowing that they were going to WrestleMania. Um, on the su- they thought they were just going to a house show on a Sunday, Ugh. and you know, it's it's sort of you know that's that's sort of simple approach to life um, as these southern boys take. But he had no idea. And he admitted that on Sean Mooney's podcast. Looks like the free show starts at six, which is good. Yeah. Um. All right. Who's uh, next? Jerry's number eight. I'm up to number eight. Jerry, tell us your number eight, baby. Number eight, baby. Number eight. This was a innovator for oh. a big fat man. Well, the way that you said that, the word you chose pretty much tells me who it is, I think. B V V. Yep. The fat, first fat man who could oh, fly. Stop, 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 stop. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Hand going up. Sorry. Um, I only used initials. <laughs> we're on eight, right? Yep. So Andrew's number eight, I can't say because it's my number two. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, so my number eight's Earthquake. He's your number seven. So mm-hmm. let's talk about the Earthquake. Yeah. Um, man. So I have in my notes, most believable like kayfabe threat to Hulk Hogan since Andre. That is a great way to put it. Yep. Like, put yourself in 1990, we're six years old, mm-hmm. and this guy just crushed Hulk's ribs and put him in the hospital. Like, yeah. Did he ever win anything? And did he it, last more than, like, three years? He was the WWF Tag Team Champion with Typhoon. He yeah. showed up in WWE in 1989, 88, mm-hmm. 89? I think it was 89. He's in WrestleMania Five, right? So he showed up a little bit before that, maybe. Um, debuted 88-89, you know, question mark. And he was he was in and out of both companies until 1999. So he mm-hmm. had a good 10-year run, and then he got cancer, and he had to stop wrestling. Yeah. Um, but he had, a good, he had a really good run. He crushed Hogan's ribs on the Brother Love show. Yep. Crushed Damien on uh, Superstars to make Quake Burgers. Um, showed up in WCW after leaving WWF with everybody that Hogan liked to work with and became the Avalanche and then the Shark. He returned to WWF as Golga and joined the Human Oddities. His last televised appearance was actually in 2000... uh, 2000... Oh, Jesus. 2001 at WrestleMania 17. So he worked all the way through and he was in the Gimmick Battle Royal at WrestleMania X7. So... 88, 89 to 01 was his USA career. Yeah. I think he was great. He was great. I loved his finisher. I loved the setup to the finisher. I loved his power slam. Like, he, he, um, 
you know, he made it believable. You know, a lot of fat guys can't can't move that great. But I have some fun facts on Earthquake. He was oh, one of my favorite. Four hundred seventy eight pounds mm-hmm. at six foot seven is what he's built at. But <laughs> maybe my favorite. He weighed over eleven pounds at birth. So he was fat from day one. <laughs> he was a Canadian. Day one fat. Down with. Day one fat. 11 pound baby. You know, that's big back in the, you know, the 50s. I was 9'5". Yeah. Really? Yep. Wow. Um, it is stocking feet. <laughs> he was Canadian junior amateur wrestling champion. He actually went to LSU on a football scholarship. Played some club rugby for them. Then he went into sumo wrestling for a couple of years and was undefeated. Is sumo a work? No. I've never been able to figure it out. No, in fact, they, it's, um, he said it's the hardest thing that he ever did compared to everything else. Okay. And he actually ended up getting kind of in a fight with the sumo um, regime. And there's a better word for it, but I don't know the it. dojo. Yes. Because he had, the, he had uh, the LSU Tiger tattoo, and he had to wrap that up. And then, um, you know, I think it caused some issues to him just being a regular... You know, Gaijin, fat, yeah, you fat white dude coming in and, you know. Okay, so I've always, I've never been sure, and I've always, like, mm-hmm. been like, yeah, sumo could absolutely be a work. Mm-hmm. But that's a shoot, huh? I, I, I've, according to this, at least. I, Just I, like boxing? Right. But he wrestled in all Japan because yeah. of because he was familiar with Japan, of course. Um, Runner-up in the 90 Rumble. Um, didn't actually win a title at WCW, but he... He really got the shit end of the stick with some of these gimmicks later on in his career. <coughs> and the Shark and Golga gimmicks were two of the all-time worst Absolutely. gimmicks ever. Absolutely. So, anyway, that's right. my uh, well, that was thoughts your, on... Back then, you know, him and a number of those guys, of the like ilk, they were just being fed to Hogan. Yeah. Period. Yep. yep. That's true. All right. Um, why do I... Oh, your number... No, Trembley's number eight. Mm-hmm. Trembley's number eight is actually the same as my number eight. Oh, perfect, because it's your turn. It is Rikishi, or Rikishi slash Fatu. Rikishi. Uh, He's my number six. Wow. Oh, yeah. All right. Should we cover him now? Yeah, cover him now. Trembley's comment. Probably one of the better beefcakes in wrestling. Beefcakes. Nobody wanted the stink face, and his work with Scotty Too Hotty and Brian Christopher was great or too cool. Um, so what I said, you know, he's 425 pounds. He, he did have the run with the head shrinkers and then more famously with two, with two cool, but he had a big feud with Austin in 2000, he's WWE hall of famer, two time tag champ, one time intercontinental champ, one time WWE tag champ with Scotty too hotty. Um, he his only slammy award, by the way, came when he was the head shrinkers for best etiquette. Of the time he won it with Samu, which I loved, and you know he actually similar to Yokozuna in a way. Like they had a lot of similar suplex moves, and you know they can certainly do the power slams, all that type of stuff. Um, so his work rate was really good. And you know what actually kind of sucks is that he's remembered for the stink face, right? And yeah. he could work a lot better than that. That's true. Um, That's really. It's it's all you think about when yeah. you think of him. It's it's kind of a shame. Yep. Uh, um, he's uh, the father of the Usos. You won mm-hmm. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's 2000 Comeback of the Year. Um, I mean, you covered everything else really well. 
Um, you know, just part of that crazy Samoan uh, Anoa, Anoa'i family heritage. Right, right. He's and dead. No, he's not. Not dead? Not dead. Oh, no. <clears throat> I thought he was. Not dead. <laughs> we just got a comment on the 10 Count Ooh. Facebook page from Colin Sloan, of course, good friend of the show. He just commented with a picture of Earthquake, who we just talked about. So um, Nice. That's, yeah, I just, as we were writing, I, I posted that we were talking about, mm-hmm. that we were just rec- recording now. So, mm-hmm. man, people are talking about fat guys. I love it. <laughs> this yeah, is the most size. feedback we've ever had. All right. So. Um, Yeri, yes. You're number seven. 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 Well, I'm going to get a lot of blowback on this. I'm quite sure. And everybody's going to say, "Uh, yeah, that's pretty freaking obvious." But you know, number seven is Braun Strowman. In a short period of time, he's a fat man who I think (laughs) has done a lot and is going places. I think he's too big to be a fat man. He's too... He's too big to be a fat too, man? He's too vertical to be a, considered a fat guy. You don't consider him a fat guy? Nope. You know, I, I don't consider him a fat guy either because I think it's kind of a weird thing, but they say, like, if if you were to measure, like, a fish from the, the head to the tail mm-hmm. and then measure around the belly, yeah. you can guess the weight based on that. If mm-hmm. you did that with Braun Strowman, I think his belly to... Uh, height ratio would not be. I think it's right. Nearly the yeah. I think it would be pretty similar to uh, a regular size man. No Rick Root or, or Sting, of course, who we're watching right now. But so you guys are calling a delete on that one. No, I don't. You know, he's not a fat man. Everyone has a different different definition. Well, of fat. you know what? When I was pondering him, putting him on there, I'm thinking, is he a fat man or is he not? Maybe he isn't a fat man. Um. So. Hey, he's on your list. That's I fine. consider him fat, and and you know, it, he's he's destined for big things. I think maybe he'll be fat someday. <laughs> he's probably not going to get smaller. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So nobody else had him on their list. No, I disagree. He's what? not fat. He's great, but he's not fat. Yeah, he he could be. He could someday. be someday if he if he stays at it. I'm like, saying nobody else had him like, on the list. No, like Cartman, for if he reason. keeps eating waking. Four thousand. He can. No, that's what. That's why I didn't have him. I, mean, I can't speak for anybody else. I don't know. But I might have to take another look at him on the, the old television box. Maybe he is fat. All right. My number seven <clears throat> is one of two active wrestlers on my list. Mm-hmm. My number seven's not fat anymore. Right. I think I know who you mean. Kevin Owens. Yeah. No. No. No, that's bullshit. I thought about Kevin Owens. <laughs> he's not a fat man. He was. No, he wasn't. He's just oh, poorly. He, bullshit. He, he had taking like Strowman a... away, I'm taking Owens away. Nope. No. Don't so say fat. another word. We're done with you. Is fat. Let's move on to the next guy. <laughs> he's actually my number six. So I can... Yeah! No. Two hands, <laughs> one, bitch. I was going to put him on a list, too, but now you're... Did he make trouble list? He's definitely not, he's not on stressing the definition fat man. He, he basically has like a... Like the prototypical, like fat beer belly, like yeah. keg thing. No, two against one, bitch. <laughs> no. no, the belly well, ain't hanging. We're gonna Google image him. 
Yeah. It's Tank Gown Wrestling with Chris and Justin, well, not Tank Gown Wrestling with Jerry. Google Strowman right next to him. We'll see who's fatter. <laughs> no. Yes. Strowman's been stretched out like like taffy. Bullshit. <laughs> I'm gonna taffy you right now. I'll spatula pancake you like they did in the old he days. He was the second Universal Champion. He's a two-time United oh, States Aunt Champion. Aunt shit out of you. A two-time Intercontinental <laughs> Champion. He's awesome. Yeah. And he was. And he's he, great. He's. Fat, or he was fat. Awesome has nothing to do with it. Hashtag was fat. No. That's for Justin. No. Yeah, when he was... He's got some paunch right there. Um, We're Google imaging him. So... Well, with Strowman. Let's see what Strowman looks like compared to him. So, um, he's listed as only 266 right now, I think, is what the uh, weight is. What's the tight? Uh, At six feet tall. Oh, that's all? Yeah. Hmm. So, I mean... He he works like a non-fat man, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to get a, a shot of Strowman. Yeah. That's a fatty right there. <laughs> Come on. Strowman's as fatty as Owens is. I hope you're, everyone listening is pulling up their Google. One of them's in, they're both in. If one of them's out, they're both out. <laughs> well, you well, also don't like well, earthquakes. Owens so. also has a, a longer resume. What does earthquake have to do with To it? each their own. <laughs> Stupid bastard. Uh, I mean... Yeah, I have I have some more notes on Owens. Go right ahead. Um, it's <laughs> our show. He's great on the great on the mic, of course. He works like he's he's much more athletic than that. Uh, jumping off the top ropes, three time pro wrestling gorilla champ, three time tag champ with PWG, one time Ring of Honor champ, one time NXT champ, one time WWE Universal champ, uh, two time Intercontinental champ, three times USA US champ. One of the greatest feuds of this decade with Chris Jericho. And I'm glad to see him back on the main title scene. Flying off the hell in a cell. Um, ten years of independent work. You know, that that's actually a good point as to why he's on the list, right? He's he had to battle through because of what he looks like. Because he is or was fat. Hashtag it, was fat. If he was in great shape and had all the other attributes, he would have been in WWE uh, in probably half that time. So um, anyway. I will. I'll end my soliloquy there. All right. I don't know. Any of the other uh, knuckleheads have him on their list? Um, Andrew doesn't know who Kevin Owens is. He doesn't know who he is. He doesn't watch the current product. Oh my god. Trembley didn't have him. All right. Who's Trembley's number seven? Trembley's number seven is the Big Show. Nicks. Nicks. Too big. Nicks. Too tall. Uh, Nicks. Yeah. I think. I think. He's I th- a giant like Strowman and Andre. Is he on Andrews? Oh, Nick. Oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry Henry. I thought you were saying you disagree. Yeah, I thought, yeah. All right. Number six. Gerardo. Number six. Number six. Oh, shit. I'm losing power here. Uh-huh. Number six. He's, his, he's a fatter fat man than uh, Kevin Owens. <laughs> so I'm already... Starting with a preamble here. <laughs> All right. Samoa Joa. Wow. We got a hand raise. Hand raise. Okay, we'll get back yeah, to it. We'll him. speak no longer. We'll get to it later. My number six, we already covered, is Rikishi. Andrew's number six, we're covering later. It's uh, the man with the V in his name. Mm-hmm. Your number six, we already covered. It's Kevin Owens. Who's uh, Trembley's number six? Mark Henry. Uh, Honorable uh, mention for me. Yeah, he's more like a tree trunk than a fat guy, so I didn't include him. But his comment was, he ain't heavy, 
can just lift a lot. The promo he cut on fake retirement lives in salmon colored history for all time. I agree with that part. That was a great moment. Twenty year old twenty years of overpaid, useless bag of shit. <laughs> That looks wow! Where I stand. Don't sugarcoat it, or don't uh, you know oh, frosting glaze it. The <laughs> classic underachiever. Hey, he's a underachiever. Former European champion, former world heavyweight champion, former ECW champion. He won two world titles. Yeah, was he the world champ? He was the world heavyweight champ. The big gold belt on SmackDown. That's, all. that's so, two. Well, that's two more world titles than he is on my mentionable list. I must say. But it just just pain me to... As long as he doesn't make your unmentionables list. Just pain me to mention them. <laughs> All right, so that's everyone's number six. It's time for Hardcore Halftime! <laughs> hardcore Halftime is when we do a we little... dance the dance? What's that? We dance the dance? No. Hardcore Halftime is the part of the show where we do a mini list that's related to this list. This week's Hardcore Midgets? Halftime, the worst three... Fat wrestlers of all time. Oh, my God. Your bottom three fat guys. Wow. Ooh, baby. Um, I'll say mine, because I always spring this on you guys, so I'll say mine and let you go after. Um, Mantar. Oh, yeah. PN News. What's that? I don't even know what that is. He was a fat guy in WCW that wrapped. Nobody knows who that is. Everybody knows. You can't bring in guys that nobody didn't know. They're a worst of lists. Yes, I can. And my worst fat wrestler of all time Mm -hmm. is from the Dungeon of Doom, the Loch Ness Monster. The Loch Loch Ness Monster. Yeah. Or it might have been Loch Ness. Might have been his name. Did he go by anything else? Um, They tried to play off in the Independence that he was related to Haystacks Calhoun, and they called him... Giant haystacks. Okay. The dude had rolls on top of rolls. He was mm. terrible. Mm. Okay, so I I I love Mantor um, as a as a pick for that list. So I'm going to steal that one. But I'm also going to include the Blue Meanie. He was on there for me for a little really? while. Yeah. And God bless him. He is the worst ranked person on my entire Royal Rumble list. Bastion Booger. The worst fat man of all time. I just, you know, I always wanted to him. I always wanted him to win. Right. For lack of a better terms, Booger was always my pick, so I couldn't put him on my list. <laughs> he, you know what? His there's a worst... picture of Loch Ness, by the way. Oh yeah. Oh god, yeah. He had the worst ring attire, I think, maybe of all time. The duct tape trunks, basically. Yeah. yeah. He was awful. Uh, I have one. <laughs> one. I asked for three. I have. We never. I. You didn't tell me you wanted three uh, while ago. I spring it on you. I have one. Okay. Don't If you say Kevin Owens, I'm going to slap you. went like face. this all the time. That's all he did. Cry Baby Cannon. No, that's before our time. It is? Cry Baby Cannon? Yeah. That's before our time. He's in there crying. He's a big fat guy crying. It's better than that gimmick. I remember that from... Uh, I remember the... I remember the Big Show crying the, uh, all the time. Pull him up on the old phone. I remember the Big Show crying all the time. Cry you don't baby. remember Crybaby Cannon? No. I bet he started before I was born. Damn. I bet he did not. Crybaby Cannon. Unless he's uh, a fragment of my imagination. Oh, yeah, there he is. Crybaby Cannon. Huh? He died in 1994. So Look at him. 
<laughs> he used to cry in the ring. He's this 450-pound guy who used to oh, cry God, in the look ring. Look at him. He looks like a, a depressed gorilla monster. Yeah, maybe he's crying. <laughs> that is a pretty terrible gimmick. Yep. That's a good one. That's a good addition. See, that's the perspective we need for you know, yep. anything pre-1985-ish. Cry baby so. cannon. <laughs> wow. That's a good one. All right. Yeah, he was before our time. All right. Alright. So we are on to number five, yep. right? Geraldo. Me? Hey, you got a charger for my phone? I don't. Very good. Uh, number five. Again, he was just as fat as Owens. And he was a great wrestler. Dusty Rhodes. Mm. We got a hand raise. We'll get back to Dusty. We got two hands. Two double hand raising. Yeah. Must have hit a nerve. <laughs> My number five was, I think, a hand raise guy, right? Yep. Okay. Who is it? Who is it? I, he knows. Same, he same knows. with Trembley's number five. Trembley's number five is also a hand raise guy? Yep. Same as yours. And. Uh, oh, it's the same as my yep. five? Okay. Um, so maybe Andrew's have... number five was the big boss man. We already covered him. Yep, and my number five was Big Boss Man, so we covered him. All right, all right. We're on to number four. Four. Me again? Yes, yep. the God of Hellfire. That was fast. Number four. I thought we already talked about this man. Bam, bam, bigaboo. I thought somebody raised. Did we, I uh, somebody I raised. Raise a hand? I raised my hand for that one. Okay, well, somebody, we'll get to him very soon. We're gonna when get somebody to him very else said it, right? Yeah, I, he was my number nine. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then Justin raised. Oh, his maybe hand. that's what happened. All so right. we'll talk about him in a minute. All right, so um, somebody else's because he's also Andrew's number four. Right. My number four was Yoko. Trembley's number four was Gorilla. Your number four was Yoko. Yep. So we're into the top three, just <laughs> wow. like that. Oh, wow! All yeah. right, Jerry, your number three. Number three. He was. The biggest of biggest deals when he came out. Got the biggest, biggest money. Everybody wanted him. The big show. Yes. Big show. You're number three. Yep. Did not make my list. Did, did not he make, make your list? He he falls into the giant category for me. He didn't qualify as that. We yeah, so I I we kind of did the caveats before uh, we made the list, so we, we kind of excluded at least Chris and I. He was did. about six hundred and fifty <laughs> freaking pounds. I don't care if you're twelve feet tall. Seven feet. You're six hundred and fifty pounds. You're fat. Mm, he was too tall. He was a giant. He was fat. No, he wasn't. I don't think he was. Jimmy's number seven, as well. By the way, he yep. was absolutely on the list. Well, talk about him. He's on my list. He's on your list. Defend it. He was a fat man. <laughs> I hope it is. He was signed, like I said, to the largest contract. He was a fight between Vince and uh, the other federation to see who would sign him. And I think Vince signed him like a 20-year contract or 10-year contract at the time. He won a couple of titles. He was a dominant man. And then he decided uh, at one point, he said, uh, much like the other fat predecessors, I'm destined to a very short life unless I drop about 300 pounds. Right, right. So he went away for a while to drop himself a couple of hundred pounds, which was a good, smart, personal choice. Um, he's done relatively nothing over the last eight years or so. 
He, he switched between face and heel many times. Yeah, he went back and forth <laughs> that way so many times. We read, we, and he was so unbelievable, you know, lately that you know, you know, like I think Rey Mysterio beat him once, right? Right. It's so ridiculous, but he had a run. He had a very sizable run as a very a excellent fat man. Yeah, he was. Um, he's been around for uh, you know twenty years at yeah, this point. Been around a long and, time, and. Um, you know, it's hard to argue with that type of longevity and all types of titles. I, what I would say is, you're, you're big, uh, you know, one of your big things is big men should always be winning, right? So do you think it, when they finally take a loss or two, does it just take all of the stake out of them, right? And now then they just become like Mark Henry, uh, Big show, like all these guys, like never really made it back up the card that much. Right? Is it is it the inverse of that? Is I would posit it to you guys, but see, it's not their fault. Right. It's the way the gimmick is designed. Right. Eventually, they have to be a bad guy because the good guy has to be much smaller, and he has to finally conquer right. this guy. So that you know that guy cannot be on top all the time. He just you know he can't, and then yeah. and then he isn't. But yeah, so they don't bounce back from losses though that well. They, they're kind of stuck with that. Doesn't make them, you know, really a bad wrestler. Um, yeah, it's just the way it is. Yeah. See, and and I think we're gonna have Big Show has going against them is like I said, we're thinking about him over the last seven or eight years, forgetting about the years before that where he was a big time dominant guy who was you know at the top of the heap. He was doing drop kicks off the top rope in WCW. Yep. Yeah. It's pretty damn good. Pretty good for a fat guy. He's, <laughs> yeah, uh, he's a giant. He's not a fat guy. Um, 650 pounds. I don't know how you cannot be turned. Giant. Fat it's man. Different. It's different. He's a giant. Fat man. He's a giant. Um, Andrew's number three was Manute Earthquake. Bowl was a giant. Manute Bowl was a giant. Big Show was a giant. A giant fat man. He's a giant. Andrew's number three was Earthquake. <laughs> Trembley's number three, I believe you said, was Yokozuna. Correct. My number three, from the Isle of Samoa, Joe, 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 yep. Joe, Samoa, Joe. Yep, it's my number six. Your number six, that's right. I love this guy. Um, two-time NXT champion, the current United States champion, a one-time Ring of Honor pure champion, he was a Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Champion for 645 consecutive days. He won all the gold in TNA, the TV title, the world title, the tag titles twice. He's a five-time X Division Champion. He is. He's incredible. I, I love Samoa Joe. There's he's, not much more I can say about him. He's great. Um, total oversight on my uh, part because he's definitely fat. And he's been around a long time. He hasn't been in WWE that long. Um, but, um, yeah, just an omission by me. He was an oversight until about two hours ago when Jerry mentioned him. And I was like, oh, shit! <laughs> and I had to go redo my whole list. You, had, you forgot about him, too? I forgot about him. I mean, of the list of guys we talked about today, there's the no most talented. better wrestler on this list. Yeah. There, there might be a few equals, but... As far as wrestling skills in a fat man? Right. Yeah, and it's funny, like, we always sort of take a backwards-looking approach, and um, I did remember Kevin Owens, but, you know, we could, you'd have to really 
look at the whole roster again because a lot of these guys have been around a long time. For sure. Um, on to your number three, I believe. Yep. Oh. My number three. Uh, yep, Chambly's number three was Yoko. Um, my number three is Bam Bam Bigelow. That's right. Bigaboo. Yep. 390 pounds. Um, at six, four. six foot four. Right. Um, he made four of the lists. He didn't make Tremblies. Huh. I don't think, right? No, he did not. Another guy not. with serious moves. Yeah. I and mean, I think that's why he's so far on my list. And he was... It's funny. He jumped around quite a bit between WWF, WCW, and ECW. And ECW. That's right. So he had two WWF stints, two WCW stints. Uh, the... Immortal Bret Hart called him the best big man in the business. Strong, quick, safe. Oh, then he sucks. Get him off the roll. list. I mean, this guy's doing roll-ups roll and diving headbutts and... Cartwheels. Yeah, headbutt drops and cartwheels, somersault sent on. Think about it. This is a guy who would be good today. Mm-hmm. In any era, the guy would be good. Right. Yeah, he was... Um, the sad part is, they didn't give him any titles, did they? Well, not in WWE. Not in WWF, but he right. did get his runs. He was an ECW champ, an ECW TV champ, an AWA Southern champ, a WCW Hardcore champ, a two-time WCW Tag Champ with DDP and Canyon, a one-time IWGP Tag Champ with uh, somebody we'll talk about in a bit. Look at you doing Chris-level <laughs> research. I'm so proud. Right. I'm so proud of you, baby. <laughs> baby. I like it. And ECW champ, when he was feuded with... Shane Douglas and an ECW TV champ. So he had a ton of titles, uh, but never really in WWF, but he did win a Slammy Award for Best Head. So, best Head. I, so uh, I, think, I think his problem in his two WWE um, runs, uh-huh. there weren't enough. There, you know, we talk about now there's too many belts. There weren't enough belts when he was there. There was three. And, you know, you weren't thrown into a tag team like they are now. It was like, oh, we got nothing to do? Let's put you in a team. You know, there was the Intercontinental right. title, there was the World title, and there were the tag titles. That was it. Yeah. You know, the hardcore title, the European title, the U.S. title, the Universal, you know, those weren't around when he was there. Yeah. So there weren't enough belts back yep. then. Yep. That sound you hear, by the way, is us uh, eating food in the background, trying to get fat. And trying to build a fire <laughs> at the same time. Build a fire. Um, Men's stuff. Last couple notes that I have on Bam Bam. Um, you know, shout out to him and Luna. That was a great pair because they're both so bizarre looking. Oh, and, yeah. Um, and then he made an event to WrestleMania 11, of course. Um, not our favorite WrestleMania, but, you know, it's a big spot to be in and had a serviceable match with One of Lons the worst Taylor. WrestleManias, it, if I do say so myself. Yeah, well, hint, hint, I think. Um and that's really oh. I yep. said if we could get James Moore to shave his head and put a tattoo up there, that's it'd be a spitting image of Bam win, Bam Bingo. He'd, he'd win cool. best head in the in the slam. Here he and comes. Lost in the oh, speaking of James in the actually that James's number one fat guy was Bam Bam Bigelow, so it's perfect timing. Wow, well timed. DJ Pullout is in the house. <laughs> are you we are recording right now. James, this is Justin, by the way. Hey, James, James welcome to the show. Yeah. James Bam Bam Bigelow. <laughs> so. Shave that dome. Most importantly, he was in the 1995 classic Major Pain with Damon Wayans. Wow. I forgot about that. That's right. So before That's we get to one and two, because I feel like we're in blow up mode, yeah. um, honorable mentions. 
Jerry, do you have any honorable mentions? No, I think they've all been mentioned. Um, Honorably. Man, I'm not sure who your number... Uh, oh, never mind. I just saw it. Because uh, no. he's not on my list. Um, shout out to um, Adrian Adonis. Nice. Um, oh, yeah. His career the was... The world's first transvestite. <laughs> he I was, like that one. That's a good one. Talk about ahead of his time. Yep. And uh, he was an AWA tag team champion with... The governor himself. Wow. Adrian Adonis and I were the original Minnesota Wrecking Crew McMahon. I thought I might have been able to stump him, but that was stupid. <laughs> uh, Who w- do you think you're talking to? <laughs> WWF tag champ with... Dick Murdoch. <laughs> Good. Nice try. Um, took on Roddy Piper at WrestleMania three. So it was in... I mean, he was definitely like... He was like the definition of fat, by the way. Oh, yeah. He's like... Really like he had front butt, yeah, muffin topped. He had it all, yeah. Um, and his barking spiders, sick bastard. Barking spiders have joined the show, by the way. The mic picked that up, by the way. I'm sure it did. You guys are gonna hear Jerry fart during the honorable mentions. This is a test of the broadcast system. (laughs) He was he won most most underrated wrestler by PWI in 1982. He later, in 1988, went to New Japan where he teamed with a few people, including Owen Hart, which I did not know. He picked the right heart to team with. He did. And then, tragically, I didn't know about all the details of this, but he died at the age of, he was only 34 in 1988 uh, in a car crash that claimed the lives of, I think, three or four others. It was five guys driving to some match. and uh, Adonis? Yeah. yeah. He went much the way of uh, Sam Kennison. Yeah, so it was a terrible car crash. One guy survived, but he was, he was never the same. Was that, I thought Adonis was the guy hooked up with the mafia, no? That was Bravo. That was Dino Oop. Bravo. Oh, Dino oh, Bravo. Dino, right. Not uh, fat. A couple more to not shout speedy. out to. I don't think, hopefully I'm not going to blow anybody up. Hmm. Uh, I don't think I'm going to blow anybody up with Sergeant Slaughter, but I always thought he was kind of fat. Uh, Nikolai Volkov. Oh, he was fat. Uh, Kamala showed up in my research, and I, I never even really considered him. Honorable mention for me. Okay. And last... Not a fan. Um, uh, Bray Wyatt. Yeah, Bray Wyatt's fat. He's pretty fat. Um, Boy, just George from way back when. Yeah, he Fat was. and flamboyant. Hmm. He was like Just the like Adrian Adonis. Hmm. Huh? He, he was the original... He was the predecessor to Adrian Adonis, I'd say. Yes, absolutely. When you said Adrian Adonis, that's the first time I thing I thought of. Mm-hmm. He was like the original way back when. You know, fat guy who could wrestle. Not... Mm-hmm. Just fat guy who could stand there. My honorable mentions: Kamala, King Kong Bundy, the One Man Gang, Mark Henry, and the Samoan Bulldozer. Yes. Ooh, my God. Yes. He was great. Who could forget he, him? He was great. Slash Jamal. Yes. Oh God, Jerry sags in the towel. Oh boy. Oh, oh boy. We uh, might see his uh, knobs. <laughs> Big Van Vader. All right, time for the top two. Jerry, me, you're number two. Number two. My number two. It's a big time number two. Cactus Jack, baby. My number one. Wow. You could have been my number one. Because you're going to have a lot of problems with my number one, and I'm going to have to slap you. I'll just hit the mute button. (laughs) <laughs> I'll meet you out. Go ahead. So, yes. Cactus Jack could have been my number two or my number one. He was Andrew's number two. 
He was absolutely belied uh, being a fat man. I mean, he didn't what, move like a what's, fat man. What's belied? Can you can you define the word belied? For yeah, you me? look at the guy and say he's fat. He can't, he can't move for shit. It was totally opposite of okay. that. He I've never heard the word belied. He did not move like a fat man. Uh, he took falls. Oh my god, he was the original daredevil. He still is. There was no one who's done what he has done. Mm-hmm. And now he's throwing all that massive weight. It's not like one of the, you know, nowadays the, the flippy fly 180 pound skinny guys, when they come down, right. they, they ain't going to come down hurting as much as he's going to come down hurting. Um, and he could wrestle. And he had those three personas going. I mean, he, he just totally re-energized his career like over and over and over again and made it believable like all the time. Um, he was a he was a heel. He was a you know a, a, a hero. He did he had the whole damn thing going. We call it a face. Mm-hmm. No, we don't. Faces. If you've heels. updated it, if you don't say face anymore. That's so. You don't say hero. Nineties. You don't say hero. You jackass. It's a hero. He's a hero. Faces and heels. There's no faces and heels anymore. We don't do that anymore. But that's the that's 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 racist. the vernacular. That's racist now. No, it's not. Oh, I think it is. <laughs> but, the vernacular. Um, the old cactus Jack. Yeah, two-time ECW Tag Team Champion, one-time WCW World Tag Team Champion, a TNA Legends Champion, a TNA Heavyweight Champion, three-time WWF Champion, one-time and the first Hardcore Champion, an eight-time Tag Team Champion. Austin Chainsaw Charlie, which is Terry Goddamn Funk, came The Rock and Al Snow. He's a member of the 2013 WWE Hall of Fame class. And? Mm-hmm. That's it? He was a New York Times bestseller. And? He portrays Santa Claus show. now. And? <laughs> He's got a good-looking daughter. I mean, what? And? He was the commissioner. Now you got it. Okay. I didn't know what... I, and? Yeah, he's he's the he's the best fat guy of all time. He's the most successful fat guy of all time. And he's a quick witted, smart fat guy. And he did it all. Who would have thought that? And he did it all with one ear. So yeah, yeah. yeah he yeah, kind of looks like Lisa since she. Oh, we can't let that. Never mind. <laughs> so it's funny. He, I love McFoley, and um, it was just a definitional thing for me. I literally started Google imaging him, and I was like, he seems more doughy or out of shape than fat. Um, Tremblay doesn't have him on his list. I know that Andrew did. Obviously, you guys did. So it's hard to argue any of those um, facts. I love him. You're calling it, Nick's it, on him being a fat guy also? I, he just didn't It didn't stick out to me as a fat guy. And I guess he. If, if I were to see him looking like the nasty boys just did backstage, I'd probably reconsider the whole list. But he just didn't make my, I, you know, my, my list. These two guys in the ring right now... Bossman and BVV, as we'll talk about, um, did. So hmm. it's just a, I don't know. We, we all draw arbitrary lines of definitions of things, so he didn't make it. Yeah, all right. Um, yeah. Number two. So your number two was Foley. Andrew's number two was Foley. Who is uh, Tremblay's number two? Tremblay's number two uh, was mentioned earlier, and he's my number two. Um. And it is good old dust. Baby, he's also my number two. Wow. Two, 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 baby. It's my number five. 
It's the American wow. dream. He made five lists, baby. <laughs> he was Andrew's number eight. The American yeah. dream. That's the roads. Yeah. And you could argue if you wanted that he wasn't a fat guy, I guess. Oh, no. No, he can't. He was absolutely a fat guy. Go look at him. Yeah. You want to Google somebody. I mean, I got him on the list. I'm calling him a fat guy. Just saying. Was, now, that was a fat guy. He is one of the most influential bookers of all time. The father of Cody Rhodes and Dustin Gold Dust Rhodes, 2007 Hall of Fame. And Mossy Rhodes. He was the, well, the namesake, absolutely. He was uh, multiple PWI, Pro Wrestling Illustrated Awards. He was a three-time NWA World Champion, a one-time NWA United States Champion, a three-time TV Champion, two-time Mid-Atlantic Tag Team Champion. Two-time six-man tag team champion. Hmm. He invented war games. He invented uh, all sorts of shit. Halloween Havoc was his. Um, But my favorite Dusty Rhodes stat is after college, he was cut by the American Football League's Boston Patriots. Hmm. That's right. All right. amazing. What else you got? um, Yeah, that's how he ended up up there, right? Yep. He saw... Uh, an ad for big time wrestling in Boston in 1967. Drove there from Texas and basically lied about being a wrestler just to get a spot. Uh, and, um, you know, bronze statue. Uh, his feuds are legendary with Flair and um, Macho Man and Ted DiBiase and the Four Horsemen and um, everybody. Um, a, a true legend of the business. I almost made him my number one, um, just based on resume alone. Um, he was it, my number one until I, in midweek, I was working on my list, and I was like, "Holy shit! I didn't put Foley on my list." Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. "No, Foley's unequivocally my number one." Yeah, pretty close. Yeah, no, he's um, pretty close. He <clears throat> did you do number one yet? Foley was my number one. Oh. I just, I literally, the last sentence I said before you <laughs> asked me if I did my number one was Foley was my number one. You just, you, you've got a number one? You've got a listening problem. Foley your number one? <laughs> did, did I do my number one? No. You no. didn't know. We didn't get there yet. We're getting there. I, I only, but you did your number one. Because. Y- it so was, we didn't get there yet? But you got there somehow. Because it was your number two. It was my number two. Right. Huh. Hmm. You stupid bastard. Hmm. <laughs> you know, all I can say to that is, hmm. Yeah, I hope you all enjoyed the last appearance of the God of Hellfire. <laughs> By the way, um, He's how sad were you, God of Hellfire, that mm-hmm. um, you were unable to make the top ten fakest or dumbest things about wrestling? I was very, <laughs> very disillusioned, though, not being able to participate in that. It was tailor-made for you. Absolutely. Because I had put a list together, too. Yeah. You had honorable mentions, even, in that one. Yep. yep. Yeah. Absolutely. We, we covered it, though, I think. Uh, weeks I'm, later, I was still putting things together. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Well, we could redo our list. Dumbest things. A 50-year-old guy winning the United States Championship from a 32-year-old superstar. Who's that? <laughs> People over there, what's up? <laughs> that was ridiculous. The fact that he that pinned, was ridiculous. He pinned Nakamura. How about the one I wanted to put up there? If I was there, a forty-year-old, forty-nine-year-old son of a billionaire winning the tag team championships. Now the Miz won it. 
The Miz won the against good wrestlers. The Miz won. Okay, who did they beat? Who can play at that stupid game? Who did they beat? Forty-nine-year-old billionaire, son of a billionaire. Who did they beat? Did they beat the bar? He's got these tiny hands and he yeah, slaps. So. He, all he does is slapping like crazy. That was also very stupid. I don't disagree. And the other stupid one I had, not, since we brought that show back to life, I had mentioned it to you. All of a sudden, it, I, it dawned on me one day, watching, uh, what's his name there, the son of the billionaire, doing his flying into the table. It's like, yeah. wow, we're going to see that again. And they show it to you in slow motion again until he... Just about hits the table, yeah. then they speed it up yeah. to twice the speed. Right, right. So you can never really see that he never really hit the freaking guy or the table. Right. Because they, they double speed they that. They do that a lot. So irritating. Yeah. Very irritating. But that's All another right. show. I another... digress. Yeah. All right. So yeah, what do we have? My one. number one? Your number one. Did you do your number two? Yep. Mine is Dusty Rhodes. It was a dream, baby. My number two, and there will be. Your much... number one, stupid. Number one, stupid. My number one, stupid. <laughs> and there will be much disagreement amongst the masses, the purists in this room. The purists, baby. Because <laughs> my number one is the fattest man of all time. Nice. The fattest man in the history of wrestling. And if you're 650-odd, 700 pounds, you're a fat man. <laughs> Andre the Fat Man Giant. You just, that last word you said is why he's not eligible for this. Because he's a giant? He's a giant. He's not a fat guy. He is Tremblay's number one as well, by the way. And he's Andrew's number one. Yeah. So, three people can't be wrong. He's the fattest man. And the greatest fattest man of all time. Friend of the show, Bobby Silva, said, he's not a giant. I mean, he's not fat. He's a giant. Yeah. Who the hell's Bobby Silva? A great contributor and friend of the show. I've never met this man. Well, he agrees with us Where a lot. Where is this so. greatness coming from? Oh, because he agrees with yeah, you. He agrees with Stremini. Yeah, my city way in his, in his fattest moment. Yeah, he was a giant. He wasn't fat. He was also seven feet tall. I'm going to say he weighed about six, seven hundred bills. And, and second of all... Seven hundred bills. Second of all... Newt Bowl was a giant. He won... Two championships in his entire career. Talk about... He was undefeated doing, his whole life. Talk about doing nothing. He lost like one match in his whole career. How many other wrestlers have done that? Yeah, he lost a lot of matches in his career. How many wrestlers have he lost, lost a lot of matches match. in his career? Mm-hmm. He lost a lot of matches in his career. No, they not... The, the entire house show loop with the Warrior. He lost every night. That's uh, not the way it was portrayed. They talk about it all the time. <laughs> I know it's a it's a very boring name to put up there. I get it. it's not yeah. that it's not cool. What can I tell you? No, but it's true. Oh, it's damn true. He, he was he was my number one international star of all time, or born out of uh, the U.S. because he was a, a major attraction. So we're we're in definitions again. You can't argue with his career, his legacy. You saw in the intro to every single event. They just yep. showed it coming into fast. See how fat he is. He was fat then. He's a giant. So I would argue his best years are when he wasn't actually fat for his height. You know, when he was wearing the yellow trunks in the 70s and very early 80s. When he got super fat, he could barely even move. And I still love him. I love WrestleMania 3 and WrestleMania 5 and the 89 Rumble, but I mean, he couldn't even walk. Yeah! <laughs> Alright, so what are your number ones? Let's go there. You already heard my number one. I'm not asking you. Are you done talking about Andre? Yeah. I know what his number one is. You should know too. You haven't been paying attention. (laughs) Well, we already covered 
Everybody else is number one. My, he's on. He's another five man list. He's yeah. another fiver. We just saw him on TV too earlier. Uh, Big Van Vader is my number one. Man, four hundred fifty pounds at six foot five. Uh, and there's a couple reasons that I ended up making him my number one. Two biggest things. He was main eventer pretty much his entire career, wherever he went, and he jumped around quite a bit. And um, and his work rate. And I'll get into more details on both of those. But, um, you know, it's funny timing. I, I follow a couple Instagram accounts with, like, old school Ready wrestling. Yes. And uh, I saw clips of his strap match with Sting. Um, by the way, he was a third-round NFL draft pick at center. Blew out his patella, which actually haunted him the rest of his life and actually probably shortened his life, quite frankly. Uh, raised in South Central L.A., by the way. Like, raised in um, a, probably the poorest section of the country when he was living there. Drafted by the Rams, right? And that's yeah. the reason for the haircut. That's right. That's he right. Had, he, had, he had the Rams helmet logo shaved into the side of his head. Right. Right. Magnificent son of a bitch. He was great. Um, and um, 450 pounds did a moonsault. I mean, that's really all you need to know about his work rate. Of course, he had the Vader bomb as well. Three-time IWGP champ. One-time tag champ there with Bam Bam Bigelow, by the that's way. That's right. What a team. Right. Talk about two, two pieces of meat. Three-time WCW champ. One-time U.S. champ in WCW. Huge... Feuds um, in WCW with Sting, um, with three matches rated above four stars by Meltzer. I know we're not big Meltzer fans, but he, you know. Trivia th- question: Do you know who ba- Vader lost the WCW title to? Uh, Bobby the Raven. Raven was never the WCW champion. Sid. Ron Simmons. Ron Simmons. Simmons. All right. Vader put over the first African-American heavyweight champion. I like it. From Africana. And it's March. Uh, Yeah. He also feuded with Bulldog. That's right. And he had a feud with Cactus Jack. Halloween Havoc 93. uh, Spin the wheel, make the deal. Right. Uh Huge, huge main event. He was literally in the last match for WCW for a couple of years. Um, Fused with Ric Flair. Hogan in 95 in WCW. He actually never had a title in WWE, which is... He was supposed to, to. Yeah, he was supposed to, but... His match... Yeah. He didn't He didn't uh, live up to the standard. Right. And instead of Vader becoming the WWF champion mm-hmm. at Survivor Series 96, who got... Yeah. Who reaped the rewards of that one? I believe it was Mr. Sid. Sid. <laughs> but he had huge feuds with Michaels and Undertaker... And Kane, he teamed with Mankind, went over uh, 20 years, and uh, it's funny, I listed Samoa Joe, and I never even considered him from a list, but they even wrestled in an indies show in the mid-2000s, had a really long, you know, decades-long career, um, and talk about, um, you know, his in-ring work, his, he was stiff, you know, throw good punches, which I think is an underrated piece of any wrestler's resume to make a punch look decent in this arena um and he did moonsaults end of story 450 pounds hard to argue i mean again he he made everybody's list for a reason um wow seven out of the ten guys on your list are dead yeah Hmm. yeah because the fat guys yeah in part 
Well, yes. I must say, does that wrap up our portion of this? It uh, does. It that does. wraps up. You I must your say, portion. in the words of famous Godfather of Soul, I'm going to hot tub. <laughs> going to get wet. <laughs> oh, don't say wet. It's uh, disgusting. James, I need your opinion. Under the giant, fat or a giant? Giant. There ah, we go. Don't tell Gerard. <laughs> well, uh, he's uh, the god of hellfire is already out of the room, but I want to thank him for joining us on this fat guy episode of the Ten Count Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> DJ Pullout made an appearance, which is always fun. That's right. Um, <laughs> so, now, coming up next next time is going to be episode twenty six. Um, and I, I had a, it's WrestleMania season. Yeah. So I had an idea mm-hmm. um, for you know for what we could do, um, and I'm, I'm going to throw a curveball as well. So okay. normally I just come up with the I surprise you with the hardcore halftimes. Right. What I think we should do from this point forward is um, whoever doesn't come up with the main topic comes up with the hardcore halftime. Okay. So I want you to surprise me with the hardcore halftime for okay. next time, but. This this time, this week, this month, whatever the hell we say, instead of doing a top ten, mm-hmm. we're going to do a top five mm-hmm. and a bottom five. So this, this upcoming, up, this next episode, mm-hmm. instead of doing two ten episodes and really getting into the weeds, we're going to do episode 26 is going to be... The top five mm-hmm. WrestleManias of all time, mm-hmm. and the bottom five of WrestleManias of all time. Like so it. we're gonna do, we're gonna talk, and not matches, full events, tip to tank, as I like to say. Tip to tank. Top five WrestleManias and bottom five WrestleManias of all I time. I like it. I like it. So we'll really get, we're gonna, we'll have some fun talking about the shit. Yep. And we'll have fun talking about WrestleManias three and seventeen because. <laughs> It's hard right. to not put them in your top five. Right. Um, so I think that'll be a, a good episode. It'll, you know, and with our recording schedule, that'll happen right around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because today's the 10th. So we'll, we'll be able to get that in before WrestleMania 35. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that'll be a good day. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And we'll be able to do a fun review of... The March 25th episode of Monday Night Raw, which will be emanating live from the TD Garden, which we will be there. So we'll have a full report. Right. And we may actually have, we can fit up to 18. We bought a suite for Raw. If you want to go with the 10 count team, I think I said this on an episode before, but uh, let us know if there's room. Um, How many do we have right now? 60 to 75 bucks. Um, We have right around a dozen, I think. Uh, okay. We can fit up to 18, so... Um, so we, we might have 14 right now, because I've got two other names. Okay. So we might have four open spots. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll yeah, put, I'll let put us the know. Bat, I'll put the bat signal out to a couple of people that I know would definitely want to go if we've got the seats. Right. So Perfect. That's going to do it. Thank you again, everybody, to, for listening to the show, joining us, liking us on Facebook, and following us on Twitter. If you've got suggestions, input... Trivia questions, hardcore halftimes, 10countwrestling at gmail.com. For Justin Strem, I am Chris Parcella. One last thing, actually, this is a personal note. I just want to say congratulations and thank you to the entire 
Tewksbury Youth Wrestling Police Athletic League team and all the coaches. It's been a great season, my fourth year with the team. I just want to thank you all for uh, for another great season. All the kids, you know, um, I'm not going to mention the names because, you know, it's K through 8, and I don't want to start mentioning minors on the team, but they all do a, on the show. You know, I just don't want to get weird with that. But I just want to thank you all for such an amazing season. And, um, yeah, all the coaches, all the parents, you know, everybody that was there with me today and yesterday for, you know, nine-hour clips in Manchester, New Hampshire today, it's not easy, but you're all there all the time, and it takes a lot of dedication for youth wrestling. And on a personal note, I just want to thank everybody for their help this year. We had a great season, two state champions. Um, great. One one kid placed in New England this year as a ten year old, so it was a lot of great nice. stuff. Wrestling is a grind. It's the it's the as Harley Race would say, and this is the only impression I can do of Harley Race. It's the greatest sport on God's green earth. <laughs> so that's gonna do it. Yeah. And uh, again. Thanks for letting me do that personal statement, and uh, that'll do it. See you next time.